acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, 9021 OMG family, we wanted to let you all know that this episode was recorded before the passing of Joe Itata, our beloved Nat. We will be honoring and celebrating the life of Joey very, very soon, and all our prayers and blessings and love go out to his family, his friends, and his fans who were like family to him. Now, please enjoy a Night to Remember recap. It's our prom episode, and we love and appreciate you all very, very much. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, you guys, we are back with another episode of 902-1-O-M-G and it's prom! Woohoo! Prom! <gasps> oh my gosh! I'm so excited! Wait a uh, second. Amy what? Sugarman? Wait. You guys look. Miss Spelling and I uh, are dressed for prom, and you are not. What is uh, happening? And we know she got the memo because we all three talked about it. Yeah, so, and she sent the memo. I so. think I started. <laughs> yeah, this is not fair. Wait, Tori is dressed like a rock, like an eighties rock goddess for prom. You guys look amazing. This is as close that. as an homage I could get to the black dress I had. And, and the hairdo, I don't know. I felt I, it needed to be up, but you know, I hate my hair up. And this is a little bit of an homage to your first wedding do. <laughs> it needs to be more like straight up and down though. More, yeah. <laughs> like a real guy's look. The one I told you not to do. But <laughs> I, I wish I had listened to you. <gasps> this, this is my, is, I'm wearing my, this is one of my daughter's dresses out of her closet. It was the only thing I could find that looks like a prom. Looks like something Brenda might wear or Kelly, I think. Yeah, I think Kelly wears so yeah. much red. Mm-hmm. I did this uh, French twist as a as like sort of a tribute to our hairstylist Walt because 
I remember we would, I would say, can you just give me a, like an updo, like something cute, like an updo. And they would always give us a French twist. That'd be you. I never got that French twist. I had it all the time. And I used to say, wait, have it in this episode. Yeah. I said, used to say, wait, no, I don't like it. It looks like a Sharpay's butt. Like that's the (laughs) only way I could describe it. Like it looked like a, like a butthole of a Sharpay. (laughs) That that creates the perfect visual. Thank you. Anyone listening? Yeah. Wait. And she did. She still looks good in it 30 years later. (laughs) This episode is probably one of the best of all time. Amy, you text us. Didn't you say, uh, I had to watch it twice. It was so good. I watched it twice. She did. (laughs) I I literally ordered Chinese food and I didn't, because you know, we take notes and we have to do like work things. I I sat back with my Chinese food and watched it all the way through once. No papers, no pens, just loving my life. And then I immediately literally hit restart and watched it again and took my notes. I love that. It is iconic. Tori, bravo. Mm-hmm. Like, bravo. You are so you, good in this episode. You you, I love it when you person. play drunk. <laughs> You're like, like, it's so cute. <sighs> there are two things in this episode that for oh some reason, I will never not have like a Polaroid picture. Donna drunk dancing with her hands over her head and then she like touches her boobs and she's just all drunk. (laughs) And for some reason, Jason slash Brandon, when he goes into the prom and does Mm -hmm. that, he goes head move. Yeah, like, (laughs) it's like I seen it every day. And he says, good nighty. Remember, he used to say that all the time. And we saw that and heard that every day. So, yes. We know what you're talking about. Yep. What, what a good episode. What did you guys think? What did you guys so think? fun. I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything. I could have watched. This could have been a two-parter. Well, it kind of will be. It is. It, there's a right? cliffhanger at the end. There's a cliffhanger. Donna gets in trouble. David, am I in trouble? Oh, oh my, my God. God. And he kisses the forehead. Like, he kisses oof. your forehead. It's not going to be okay. I agree. I could have watched two hours. I could have watched every single scene double in length. Mm-hmm. Andrea and Brandon in the bedroom, the party at Mel's, the vomiting in the toilet, the drunk, every, the dancing, every single thing. I could have watched way Like more. extended versions of each totally. scene? <laughs> Completely. Yeah. In case you guys don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about episode 27 uh, of season three, A Night to Remember. It aired April 28, 1993. Give us a synopsis, Donna. Synopsis. Brenda and Brandon are dateless for the senior prom. A school announcement is made that any student caught at senior prom drinking, intoxicated, or with illicit drugs will be suspended from school and prevented illicit. from graduating. Footballer Tony Miller asked Brenda to prom on the day of the event, and Andrea asked Brandon at the last moment. After her date, Jordan Bonner gets ill. Steve takes Celeste Lund- oh, nope. Steve takes Celeste Lundy, while Dylan naturally goes with Kelly. Donna doesn't eat all day. Oh, I have to scroll up. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, this is the longest synopsis I've, I've ever read. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Okay. 
Donna doesn't eat all day so that she will fit into her prom dress. She is hit harder by pre-prom champagne than the rest of the gang appears to be drunk at prom and ends up collapsing in front of Mrs. <gasps> Teasley. Oh, Directed God. by Richard Lang. Written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. Oh, that's also why it was so, it was written by like your best writers. Mm. Mm-hmm. So good. It was so, I love the way the episode starts out on the old timey prom. Oh, I from, love that so I much. I love that. I wanted to go to that prom. Yes. Why did they do that though? It was random. I, it made no sense, but I loved Not it. Not for our show, but I loved it. <laughs> so good. I wanted and to go to that. And slow fade into the high school. Yeah. yeah. For no reason. <laughs> So first, just give me like your gut reactions, five words that your your feels about it. Fashion. Makeup and hair. Fun. Uh, I wanted to be there. It, I wanted uh, to be in that limo. It yeah. looks so fun. Uh do you I, remember it being fun, party-like when you were shooting it? Like, were you guys enjoying I it? I do. I remember it being, like, special. You know, everybody was dressed up. And I remember in scenes like that when everybody's dressed up and and you kind of come out of hair and makeup or your dressing room one by one and everybody gets a good look at you for the first time. They're like, ooh, wow, <laughs> laugh. Oh. It's fun. It was. Did fun. you get any input in your dresses? I mean, I don't know what. Did, did, what did you say? Give me the tightest possible dress there ever was made. I don't know, but I got. I felt like the whole look in general was kind of not Donna, but that's why I loved it. Yeah. Like the strapless long dress. Usually she wears short and like it was long, but strapless. And then the hair and then the makeup, like smoky eyes, but light, like nude lips. Kind yeah. of what's in now. It like wasn't very like what you would wear at the time. And then the like t- the curled Teased out up hair. hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I that's it's one of my favorite outfits on her, even it though like so I, good. I can't imagine I wasn't a little uncomfortable with the big hair and light lips. And I don't know, but. Well, you 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 kind of looked different than normal, and so did Brenda. Brenda's look at prom was like, wait, record scratch. Like, what? <laughs> I got to be honest. I remember not loving it then, and I remember not loving it now. <laughs> you remember not loving it now from last the night? The metallic. I, I love Brenda's the dress. Metallic. The dress I love. Dress looked great on her. It fit her like a glove. I feel like you wore a similar dress to... The Gold Globe Awards. I feel like mm. Kelly's was meh. That's how I felt about it. But do you know what I mean? What I'm talking about? It's a little sparkly, but yours was more of a like beigey sparkle dress. No. We'll have to look it up. It's very similar. It looked better on you. But, you know, Donna really yeah, stole the oh, night. Wait. I, we yes. got to go back to Kelly's outfit though for a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I felt like you looked beautiful, but it. I wish the dress was more. I wish it was very, mm-hmm. it felt like, oh, we've seen this look before. Yeah. I thought so but too. I, but I loved it. Do you think that was intentional though? Because Donna really st- steals the night. I mean, she's a showstopper and then the focus is then Donna's drunk. And she and ruins everybody's she, prom. Yeah. You ruined no. the prom. Oh my God. <laughs> with your shenanigans. <laughs> yes. You ruined the night to remember. 
I'm mad at you. It's okay. You've been there many other nights that I've ruined <laughs> by doing the exact same I, thing. I think Donna's dress was so conducive to the drunkiness because it's so tight. It's low. She's kind of drunk pulling it up. Like, I feel like the dress was just perfect. And it worked. Yeah. It was stunning. Like, you look so epic. If anyone knows who made that dress or where we can find it, (laughs) that's one dress I would love. Oh, my gosh. Did the only thing is I didn't understand the way your mom made such a hoopla about the dress code at the town meeting or whatever. And then she and then she lets you walk out of the house in a skin tight booby up thing. There's no boobies because I had no boobies at the time. But they were pushed up. They were like, "Mm." I didn't get it. Like why she didn't was was the dress code. What? I, I don't know. She decided against it, I guess. What was the whole point about the dress code? Just so they could then have like one thing before they went into and anyone found a prom drinking. Like, is that the only reason? Or maybe to establish Felice as being kind of like a stick in the mud about type biatch. (laughs) I guess it would have made more sense if Donna like left the house, like covered and then took it off. Like I used to do in real life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait, stop. Mm -hmm. Pause. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, isn't that what everyone does? Like, like strapless skin tight stuff, like a little tiny bear thing like this. But then you go out of the house with like a button up shirt and a cardigan or a flannel mm-hmm. and like something yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And then you take it off once you get out. I literally your bag was only and be on- like, peace <laughs> out. Only on TV. Nope. My kids wear a hoodie out and then they take it off and they're they're their top is cropped and their pants are rolled down. And I'm like, wait, like, I don't know what's happening. Hello. Right. You're like, been there. Uh, I was Kelly Taylor. I've done it all. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. I mean, just so much to, to talk about, but since you're bringing up Kelly Taylor, can we talk about the strawberry eating scene? Oh my God. (laughs) Dylan and Kelly on the couch, all like cute. That eating was, the messiest strawberries. That was with the their first fingers. time I was like, oh, I see Kelly and Dylan that I like now. Like I see them, I see them why they're together. This this was like a moment for me to be like, oh, now they're back. It feels right again. For it the was first such time. A natural scene. Like you're like, oh, I could see this happening in real life with two people. Like it was, I don't think anyone else could have done that scene besides the two of you. Like that was such an intimate scene. Yeah. And you look so stinking cute in that scene. <laughs> Thanks. I, I love a good kissing scene when there's food involved. I've got to be honest. Like, those are my favorite <laughs> kind of kissing scenes. Really? Oh, yes. Because you're eating something and then you're making it's just good. Well, unless it's like meaty lasagna or yeah, something. No, that would be it's got to be like fruity or sweet. <laughs> or I was going to say best product placement for a bowl of strawberries. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. And I love the talk of the trip to San Francisco actually was like, oh, I wish we would have followed mm-hmm. them. I know that would have been fun to see. So yes. they're, they're, are they flying private? I was really curious. Like, is Dylan <laughs> going to get a plane or something? It sounds so pretty really? woman and romantic. I like it. He's got a lot of millions right now. Yeah, he does. But I did like it that Kelly's eating a lot in this episode. Like, I felt like she, there was a couple mm-hmm. times we see her eating and not having like mental issues with it. So I was happy for her. 
That's true. She ate at Magic Mountain, though, the week before, in all mm-hmm. fairness. God, she wanted cotton candy. Yeah, I think it's going she's getting, well. She's getting back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Jenny, you're really on to something about Kelly and Dylan in this episode, because when they're dancing at the prom, it really feels right. Mm-hmm. And even though Brenda kind of looks longingly and Tony sort of, you know, brings her back, it was not the same feeling I had when Dylan and Brenda have their dance. Yeah, I felt like there was they did a good job of sort of separating that with the writing, but also with the acting and, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. way that Luke and Shannon did that scene. It felt like it was over for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially on Luke's side, I really felt like I felt like he was being respectful of his new relationship. Mm-hmm. And it, that was a nice uh, way to do it. Yeah, I, can't, I, I feel like I can't even picture them together anymore. No, I agree. Like it's already gone, way gone. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we're really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? 
With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I have one plot hole. You have another plot hole? We got to get you a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd Celeste come from? Last I thought was that she's the dream girl. I mean, I know who she is. I know he they they won the dating competition. Oh, my God. And they go on the date. But I thought the last thing was she hadn't called or something. They hadn't seen each other. And then all of a sudden she's the date to the prom. I thought it was one of those moments where, you know, sometimes when I'm bored with a scene, I fast forward, <laughs> which I have it in two episodes, by the way, not once, but I was like, same thing. I was like, oh, shoot, what did I miss? Because Celeste is just here. She just shows up yeah. it, with that bad hairdo. I didn't like that. I didn't I like the hair. Have the same feeling that I thought. Did something I cut? Skip something? Yeah. Did you shoot something and it had to get cut for time? Because right. it felt like. They had this connection, a great connection from the game show. But then we hear Steve say, like, she hasn't called me. And then he's flirting with Ginger. And then all of a sudden, she's the prom date. Like, they, they're completely together. They're, like, was there a scene where he called and asked her? Like, nothing. <laughs> what? Oh, mm-hmm. Ian must have been so mad. So you didn't like her hair? I didn't like her hair. But my French, my French twist is giving me a headache. Oh, no. Take it down if you need take to. Take it down. But she's lovely. Um, I, I'm going to need you to take your glasses off slowly first and then unpin <laughs> your hair I and did shake it, it out. I did it like, uh, like, oh, sorry. No, 
Okay. She's lovely, Jennifer Grant. And I thought that was very sweet moment and and kind of important when Kelly meets Celeste. Mm -hmm. And then also when Celeste says, I'm going to go to the bathroom and powder my nose or whatever she says. So that encouraging Steve, like, look, have a moment with Kelly. That's important. That's part of the circle of your Mm -hmm. high school journey. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene too with Kelly and Steve because you just get such like, they have so much history. You feel it. Like they have such a connection and I've always felt that way with Ian, but I really see it so clear in that, in that scene. We just love each other and you can tell. I love their relationship. I wish there was like a, a rewind scene. Oh, that's called a flashback where you like (laughs) saw them in good times together, you know? Their body language is very cute to the way you get real close to him without it being like mm-hmm. inappropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Familiar and comfortable. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. Mm. Um, well, first of all, you know, when um, in the very beginning, when David is telling you he got the room for you guys at the Bellage, um, <laughs> he said, I know, I know he said, you're going to say Wait, no, is this a, he said, you said prom night was our night, a night to remember. Mm-hmm. It's like, she uh-huh. said that? You Did you say that? Prom night is going to be our night. No, they just remember. wanted to get the title, the title, title of the episode in there. <laughs> because I then like the, it is a night to remember, but in the opposite way. And he gets no, what does yeah. Steve call it? Nookie? Nookie, uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta get I that nookie. Me. The, the mention of the complimentary fruit basket. Like what, dude? What? He's Well, that? he is Mel, Mel's uh, son. I don't know. I felt like did that was it, like a super Mel thing to say. Did anybody <laughs> notice that when Brandon and Andrea go to the room, there is a complimentary fruit basket? <laughs> Continuity. It's yeah. there. It came with the room. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? That happens. If whenever you go to the Bellage, they give you fruit in a basket. But wait, we did not film at the Bellage, correct? Because no they didn't idea. have a ballroom. No way. Did we not film it at downtown at the Bonaventure? No way. God, I have no idea. I could be making shenanigans up here. Probably. I, I was drunk. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I did air quotes, by the way. For Wait, are you still in Hawaii? Leave me alone. I just realized you're still on vacation. <laughs> I'm coming back tonight. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> anyway, sorry. D- just be proud that I found prom gear here in Hawaii. I am proud of that. I am very resourceful. Okay, what about when Jim says... sorry, go ahead, Jenny. What about when Jim says, when he's telling his story about when he went to the prom, that was super cute, and he said that he he took his prom date in a station wagon. I liked that. (laughs) I wanted to go Oh, wait, the Jim and Cindy scene? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I lied. I did fast forward one scene in the second. Oh, my God. (laughs) That you didn't hear. He went to prom in a station wagon, which made me... And a pair... Love him more? Well, yes. Smoked weed. Duh. Smoked weed. And then he goes, yeah, and then Brandon says, <laughs> but you didn't inhale, right, Dad? <laughs> and that made me think, oh, this is so, like, a uh, um, hot topic at that point, because that was the same. It, this aired in, in 1993, but in 1992 mm-hmm. is when Bill Clinton said that mm-hmm. he'd smoked pot in high school but didn't inhale. 
So it was yes. a little like, you know, a pop culture joke. moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Wait, do you Walsh think is- Jason just added that? Probably. Oh, that'd be funny if he did. And Mrs. Walsh's prom date, she's looking at her re- her high school yearbook. And then Jim mentions like, oh, he's a dork at the reunion or whatever. <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty like cute. Him. It's pretty <laughs> cute. But he, when he talked about going to the prom in the station wagon, it made me remember, what car did you take to prom? Do you guys remember? Do you take a oh, limo? Mm-hmm. Like I went with a group and we took a, we Wait, all rented a limo. what year did you go to prom? In your senior year? Senior year. So it was 1991. And just in your senior year. Amy, did you went to prom? No, I went junior prom too. Yeah, junior uh, prom too. 91 and 92. I so didn't go. I was out of school. I left school when I was a sophomore. So I, thank goodness, went to my prom as a freshman with a, my senior boyfriend. Oh, what? what? Excuse me. <gasps> Who was that? But we didn't go in a limo. We went. <laughs> I remember this. My cousin, <laughs> Tammy, drove um, a sports car and... um my boyfriend, his name was Danny, Danny Wheeler. If you're out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Danny Wheeler. Where Danny are you, Wheeler? Danny Wheeler? Somebody find Danny Wheeler. <laughs> Wait, so what sports car? Do they still he, call well, Danny sports had like a Danny had like a lowrider VW, like a bug, <laughs> but like like all pimped out like a lowrider. Yeah. And then, so that wasn't really cool to go to the prom in. So we asked my cousin if we could uh, borrow her RX-7. <laughs> Monster? What color? <laughs> it was like copper, like a like a brown RX seven. <laughs> we thought we were so cool driving well, our Kelly and Dylan go in a sports car. They go in the Porsche. <laughs> they didn't go in the limo. No. Yeah. Well, the wait, cool people. Go back, the cool wait, people I gotta drive. go back to this prom. So you were fifteen. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. And was he seventeen? We'll say he's seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> what town was this in? What town? In uh, it was in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh my goodness! Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Did you get but, lucky? Was it a night oh to remember? God, Amy, don't even ask me that. Was it a night to remember? <laughs> okay. My mom listens to, to these. You guys, stop! Oh my gosh, sorry. It was not a night to remember. There was just a complimentary fruit basket. Sorry. <laughs> Question. But I did. My dress was homemade too. So we no. went in a borrowed car. I think my experience was a little different than yours, Tor. We went in a borrowed car, and my dress was homemade, sewn by your mom. I think my mom had her friend help us with it. Oh my gosh! Were you acting? Were you working then? Were you acting then? Mm-mm. Not quite yet. No, because I that was my freshman year, and then I dropped out when I was a sophomore, and that's when I started acting. Did that, did you do a prom photo, like a pose, the pose picture? <laughs> yes, I did. Why? Yes, I did. We got to talk about that. But wait, Tori, tell, tell everyone about tell your us, prom too. Yeah. How did you go to prom? Who'd you go with? So I went to prom with my first boyfriend, Ryan Ozar, who Jen has met. Mm-hmm. Um, nice chap. <laughs> he was <laughs> nice lad. Really like nice, nice guy. Um, and I... Oh, God, poor Ryan. I Yes, we went to prom together. He was great and super nice. It was not a night to remember. I was still a virgin. We didn't 
We didn't do anything. Um, but I ended up breaking his heart and broke up with him because I thought Brian and I were going to go somewhere. Wait, at the prom? No, no, not at the prom. (laughs) We went to prom together. We were happy. And then the summer after prom, we were happy. (laughs) We were happy. And I had a dress made to look like the red dress Julia Roberts wears (gasps) in Pretty Woman. The red dress, when he puts out the thing and snaps her hand, (laughs) she laughs. (laughs) But hers was long. It looked exactly like that, but hers was long and mine was short. Oh, my God. No way. Wait, is there a picture? I have to find the picture. There is a picture. I want to see it. The difference between the way Tori's dress was made and the way Jenny's dress was made, I'm going to say maybe slightly different. (laughs) My dress was made by Nolan Miller, who did like all the like dynasty designs. Wow. Huge wardrobe. Like my dress was made on the kitchen table (laughs) by Aunt Sandy. Listen, (laughs) and my prom was at downtown the Bonaventure, where I think we filmed this, or maybe it was spring dance, but we did film something there. Can you imagine Amy having Nolan Miller just on hand to like, oh, can you make me this dress? I want it to look like Julia Roberts. Yeah. Uncle Nolan, can you please make this? Oh, my God. And was this the the Harvard-Westlake prom? The... Marlboro prom, Marymount prom. Where'd you go to high school? It was, well, it was Westlake School for Girls at the time. I was the last all-girl graduating class, but everyone knows it is Harvard Westlake now. So, yes. So, did the girls have to ask boys because you're an all-girls school? Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh, Did Danny Wheeler ask you, Jenny? Obviously. Yeah, but I don't remember. Because we were like boyfriend and girlfriend, so I don't remember. They didn't do that promposal nonsense in Mm -hmm. our days. Mm-mm. That stuff's crazy. Okay, wait. So back on track. Talk about okay. Kathy Dennis. Kathy Dennis. Who did Singing that? her not her big hit. No, because what's the? There's a big hit. Too many walls have been built in between us. What Too the hell's many that? Walls. That's Kathy Dennis's big hit. Have been. No, going there's another one. Around us. That was her jam, dude. But there was one more. Let me look. Uh, wait, I, don't I act like I was a YouTube Kathy Dennis last night, you guys, because I sure was. But I feel like it was like womp womp. Well, I guess if you watch it now, you're like, who's that? I guess at the time, <laughs> everyone was like, whoa, Kathy Dennis. It was and, kind of a thing. Yeah. She's yeah. For a thing. Mom, yeah. But I, I feel like it wasn't very other- exciting. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Too many problems. That was kind of boring. One. There wasn't oh. even any good decorations for our prom. Never heard that before in my life. What are you talking about? Oh, now Never. I know. This was her uh, hit. Okay. <laughs> okay, Amy. Yeah. Love you, it but when you sang it, I did not get that song from my that. Singing did not do it justice. That wait. did not. You, you're usually on point, but wait, wasn't I, there another one? I loved the prom, Jenny. You didn't. I I could have been at that prom forever. I loved there the jokes a, about the condoms. Shouldn't there, there have been like decorations and stuff and like streamers and a disco ball like there was no this in the true. 50s it, it wasn't yeah <laughs> the 50s you know, you guys, not, they you still guys put decorations up for proms hello
Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. 
Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One plus one equals three from the math club. Comedy from the math club. You guys got those yellow Kodak cameras. There's all the tables. Mrs. Teasley looking beautiful. She did look beautiful. Strutting her stuff with Gil Myers. Mm -hmm. Really hard. Gil Myers is grossing me out. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Just now. Like, he just started grossing you out? Because for some reason, I remember in my mind, frozen back then, that he was like, I remember on set being like, oh, I'm not like respectfully hot for him, but I remember him being like, oh, he's cute. He's a good looking guy. And now when I watch him, I'm like, because he's a teacher. It's just weird. He's just so, a pro pro. I swear Kathy Dennis had one more song that was like even bigger. You're like, she nope. Prob- probs did. But let's talk about the pictures. The, the pictures were so good. Cute. I love Because them. I feel like they were all just like naturally the way they got them. And like the funniest, awkwardest moments. Mm-hmm. That's a very cute bit. Like, I'm uh, not going to lie. It's really so clever. Whoever wrote that in. The freeze frame. Yep. And the, you know, Brenda and Tony get closer. Dylan mm-hmm. and Kelly can't stop making out. Donna's like a little drunk. <laughs> Brandon and Andrea. Okay, wait. Let's talk about them. Let's just. I, How does Brandon- first of all, when in the Peach Pit, when Jordan comes um, yeah. to see Andrea, what is he wearing? I assumed it was some parallel to that man criticizing a Rastafarian shirt. Because it, oh, that oh. was my takeaway. Oh. Why would he have a parallel to that, though? That makes no sense. Like, if that was the case, it doesn't make any sense because it wasn't. Because those his were Rastafarian colors. Yeah, I you're, know. I think you're completely there was right. But it was there. so jarring. I didn't call it back to that. And I was just like, what? He was wearing What's like, Jordan a, doing? yeah, like, a, I don't even know what that was. It was, it was, I had to rewind to look at it. I wonder, was that his choice or did they make him wear that? They're definitely doing something there with the, with the dress code. Mm -hmm. Almost mm, not appropriate if I'm going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. A little weird. And then Andrea. Okay. So then Andrea goes to the prom. Well, wait, can we go back? Can we go back to dates? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. I just find it very hard to believe that Brandon Walsh doesn't have a date. Especially since right? we spent the entire first season with of this girls, new girls, kid girls, in girls, Beverly girls. Hills. And he was just like, every girl liked mm-hmm. him. And everywhere he looked, there was a girl. And it always worked out. And now suddenly, two seasons later, he, he can't get a date. Can't get a date no to his senior prom. Second hottest guy in school doesn't have a Second date. Second hottest. I don't believe that no other girl in in school was like, 
hey, Brandon Walsh, will you be my date? I don't believe it. You really think he was the second hottest? Like that's his title? For uh, sure. That's her opinion. Well, if that was your opinion, people, it'd be third hottest. million percent. Steve yeah. Sanders would be your number one. I love Steve, but he's not the second hottest. It goes Luke, Brandon. Brandon Although, looked why, really cute in this episode, though. Why is everyone calling him Brendan? What are you talking about? Brendan. Two times. Steve calls him Brendan. No, he and doesn't. And Mrs. Walsh calls him Brendan. I refuse to believe that. Rewind it. <laughs> what? I watched it twice. And I was like, what the? F- I love that you always call her Mrs. Walsh and it's not Cindy. It's like, it floors me. It's so like back the, to high school. I have to respect the elders. The mom Wait, name is sometimes, Walsh. Sometimes Cindy Walsh has an inflection when she talks very precisely. Are you sure it wasn't that? Like she went to say Brandon, but she went Brandon. Brandon. I would like other people to weigh in on this because to me, I heard Brendan twice. And then this I also a had joke? a moment, Brenda and Brandon. But why didn't they name him Brendan? Because if they were going for that Ew, sort gross. of sticky thing, why not Brenda and Brendan? <laughs> Was that like a joke going around? How like, you know, like when a couple's dating, it becomes like Benifer or like... <laughs> So the twins, it was just like a joke. It was Brendan, both of them. Like, give me a break. That's upsetting. I don't know. I thought it was funny that the parents thought that maybe he should take his sister's house. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that. So two little trivia here. So, you know, when we go into the scene where they're in the uh, newsroom, you know, the, the whatever, the pa- the journalism paper room, whatever it's called. That is, so we meet Toby, played by T.C. Warner, and we meet, that is Sean Levy, who went on to be like a prolific director. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Do you know the scene? Yes. And T.C. War the girl, T.C., wasn't that her name? T.C. something? Yes, that's right. So she plays Toby. Uh, and they go on to be Sean. like, they keep going. Those are characters we see again and again. Okay. And he dates somebody. Does he not date? Does he date Andrea? No. Not too sure on that. But what is notable is that Sean what Levy she to do? is the producer of Stranger Things. Like he's freaking major. Wait, that's him? Yes. So this oh, is what I he should looks have been like nicer now. To him. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Because this is what he looks like now. Do you, are you getting the vibe? Yeah. So I always like, thought I thought he was cute back then. I remember seeing him. I wasn't in scenes with him, but I always thought he was cute. If you he hear that is, out there, Sean Levy. Yeah, he's freaking major. Thinks you're cute. Directed hey. Big Fat Liar, Just oh, Married, love that movie. Cheaper by the Dozen, The Pink Panther, Night at the Museum, Date Night. What the heck, dude? This guy is freaking major. Was is major, and then he is the executive producer on the Netflix series Stranger Things. That's him. Like, That's he wild. directed that movie, um, the Adam Free Guy. You know that Ryan Reynolds movie? Yes, this yes. Is, he's humongous. Major. Oh my gosh! But he went on to act in other things before that, right? Correct, correct. Because he looks familiar from other things, like on camera. Yep. Whoa! Do you think we could get him on the show? I sure asked, and like they, I sure asked. Busy. <laughs> they sure said no. He's a little busy. <laughs> no, nobody said no yet, but he's a little busy because he literally is like, I don't know, 
if for, for people listening, it's like if you were like Steven Spielberg, like he's that. Oh, guy. oh my gosh. Like he's like the young, he is major. Mm-hmm. Didn't he wear like a cap backwards sometimes? Like a, not a beret, but like a, he's definitely in more episodes. And wait, she went on yeah. to act in more things. Um, TC, yeah. I wanted to look her up because she looks yeah. so familiar. She's going to come on with us for sure. So those two characters, obviously they're like suddenly there. They're a little bit younger, right? Are they supposed to go on? Was this another spinoff that was in mind? I don't know. Cause I'm assuming at this point, because they like aged up David, that yeah. they gave up on that. Yeah. TC Warner. She plays Toby. But they're in many more episodes, correct? Well, there's only no. There's I only- know there's they're at least in another one. I know that. They're, I think they're definitely in Donna Martin Graduates. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh, uh, man. Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it only me or was there like, everybody has a very casual attitude toward drinking, meaning not even Donna, because we'll get into that. But like y'all, the parents are given the champagne. No, like, no, the no. That, not the parents. Mel. Mel, Mel is giving but the But the fact that Andrea is like, I don't really like champagne. Like she's like a wine connoisseur you know what i mean i felt like it wasn't like i don't drink because i don't want to get busted and not graduate i don't really like it i I don't really like champagne because i i'm more of a but that was just there so donna could drink the rest of hers right (laughs) yeah it was very nonchalant about the alcohol which was weird because the whole episode had been saying if you drink you're gonna get in trouble and then they all just disregard that completely and it's like they all can hold their alcohol except for for donna Okay, but come on, you guys. Let's, I mean, go back to prom, especially a senior prom. Like, everyone drank a little bit. Well, yeah, and everybody was wasted like Donna. Yeah, because they they drink like they've drank for years. But this is their, should be their, like, you know. You know they breathalyze now. Champagne. To go to the prom? like, your kids got breathalyzed, I'm sure, when they went to prom. Yeah. No. Yeah, you have to blow in something. Now, no. Am I making this up? I hope not. I'm pretty never sure heard of that. Not, mm. not, no, not, not in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think a lot of schools breathalyze. Maybe it's just like a Northern California thing. I don't know. I haven't heard of that. I haven't gotten to that point in the program, but I haven't heard of that. <laughs> Wait, so wow. can you imagine having to blow into a breathalyzer before you go to prom? So they after party, they that like would go to be the- a violation of my rights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling someone. West Beverly. Damn, West Beverly. Can we Beverly. talk about my favorite scene in the whole thing of Donna Martin's head so far down in a toilet. So, so far, far down. into the toilet. Like, in the toilet. And I don't want to be like an expert, but I'm assuming you did your scripts there in ADR. Because it felt like you're all down in the toilet. They're shooting it from above. And then we hear y'all, but I'm assuming you did that later. It sounded a little looped, yeah. You're right. But I, mean, I was like, oh, my God, her head is in, in the that water. toilet. Yeah. Her, she, her nose was definitely well, touching the it's water. It's better than it. being Ew. in a chili pot. All right. Okay. All right. All right. But go back <laughs> a little scene, bit though. to when Donna is getting ready for for before before prom when she huh. has her hair down. I love that sitting, scene. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. You're sitting at your vanity and and we're on on you and you're brushing your hair like 100 times like they do in every single movie ever and i was like oh my god she's living her best life right now she's so happy to be doing what she's doing right there well i got to say what i was thinking now watching that is oh my gosh i had so much hair 
You had if so I just hair. if I hadn't just bleached it too much or put extensions in, I would still have that hair. Jen, mm-hmm. I had good hair. Mm-hmm. And so Le- much of it. Lesson learned. Don't drink at prom and don't ever put extensions in. Oh, don't drink at prom. <laughs> I was thinking about Donna's Laura Ashley bedroom or whatever you'd call that. I mean, oh, that yeah. was really a lot uh, of flowers. You guys, it looked like my room at Honestly, home. Honestly, I was like, the, I think they did this exactly like her real room because it was ginormous <laughs> and it was all like decorated yes. and all floral, like the floral duvet to match the floral headboard to match the, <laughs> and the floral curtains. curtains to match the floral chair chaise in the room. Yeah. And so growing up, I had that in plum colors, which this kind of mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. a hint at that. And I remember all I wanted was when I was a kid. I mean, I'm talking, I had that print when I was like 10 and I wanted Wizard of Oz. And my mom later told me she fibbed, but she was like, they're out of it for wallpaper. <laughs> Thank God. So we're going to go with this. But it was very aged up for a 10 year old girl. It was like plum. And then when we moved to the manor, the big house, um, she did that one. It was all like blues and pinks and stuff and floral. Yeah. Floral, Ew. floral, floral. Wow. Very decorated. No. But what about that necklace mom gave you? Oh, Donna the biggest cross I've ever seen. It's the biggest cross. It was very <laughs> cool. Like very in at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to- Donna wins the night with the fashion. The whole thing was epic, but yeah, and the zooming in on the cross and Donna, I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Oh, because it's like, if she wears that, she cannot be a bad girl. nookie with David Mm-mm. Silver. Either that or, or she'll ward off vampires. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. It was big. But those close-ups on you were everything. Like when they pushed yes. in, there was like so many close-ups and you just look so cute. Oh, Donna, sweet, sweet Donna. I kind of started to have a crush on Donna Martin in that moment. Oh! My girl crush was Donna Martin because totally you just were agree. so virtuous and you wanted to be good and you look so pretty and you brushed your and hair. Having fun uh-huh. and so, so drunk. So, drink, so drinking at prom, I have vivid memories that before the scenes, like when they were walking out and you know, like when you're drunk, you're like your head's spinning and you can't walk straight. Um, I remember spinning right before they mm-hmm. called action. And in my head, I'd be like, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Oh, no. And I'd spin. Oh, so when God. they called action, everything was really spinning. No. And then when we did BH90210 in the first episode, <laughs> I get drunk and steal the red dress. And we're on the plane. And right before they called action, I was like, oh, call back to prom. I did Wonder Woman. No. Locked. Yeah. This is amazing. A little this acting is- tip for people out there. If you ever have to play drunk, try spinning. Wonder Woman. No, I am straight shook right now. What? <laughs> so you're spinning and spinning. And then you probably did want to barf. Yeah, I could not see straight or walk straight. It really like. It worked. It worked. Yeah, you played drunk very well. Thank you. Or, I mean, thank you. Because ultimately, this episode is so Donna because we are setting ourselves up. Okay, I don't want to get I don't want to get ahead of it because I, the end scene is so major. 
she's talking almost about out. now. They're almost out of there is the sad part. Oh, no. So close and oh, my her friends gosh. are so good. Yeah, everybody's uh, rallying, trying to, yeah. I don't know why. It didn't make any sense. I, I just didn't feel like when they tried to get you out of that bathroom, that was ever going to work out. Like I knew that you were going to get busted. Yeah, she went out the window. Why didn't she go out the window of the bathroom? Or go to the back <laughs> door or something. Like go to the elevator. Or go up to that r- hotel room. The room. Just beeline it to the elevator oh. and get up there. Of course, Mrs. Teasley was out in the lobby. Duh. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We notice that Andrea and Brandon are not there helping because they are up in the room doing, doing what? God knows what. Okay, I'm not okay with that. What's happening up there? It, it feels very, <laughs> very good. weird. Stop. I just really need for Andrea to get rid of that GD grandma shawl that she's carrying around the whole time. The like, <laughs> wrap she has like placed over her arms. Oh, the whole episode, she's like ploply dopply plop, but in the with the shawl, like take it off. Yeah. Okay. Before before I fi- find out from you guys what you think they're doing up there, can we talk about when they do Elvis? Ew. What was that? <laughs> well, she he does like a weird Elvis impersonation. Oh. And she does some weird voice and like is that their What is thing? the voice she does? Is that is that what they That's do? In- was that sexy talk for them? I don't know. But yeah, why? Why were they but honestly, it, for a second, it, it annoyed me. And then for a second, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Look how cute they are together. Those two kids. It's almost like two geeks. Two dorks. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, maybe they're perfect for each other. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Nope. Do we? Nope. nope. Okay. Because when they're up there in that bed, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It was like, weird. Are they going to hook it up? They don't, right? Well, for us, it's a mystery, right? We don't. But what? Oof. Hopefully, we'll see next week. I don't want them to because then it's going to complicate things and then it's going to mess with her emotions. And I don't want I don't think it's ever been revealed that they had sex. So I'm assuming it didn't happen, right? Are they awkward or cute or cringy or cool? What are they? It's all of those things. It's that's that's it. That's it. It's all of those things at once. (laughs) I used to find them cute, but I'm I'm not into them anymore. I wasn't into her prom hairdo. I know. I just I the whole thing yeah. was weird. It was weird. I, to be honest, I felt like everybody was weird with their date except for Dylan and Kelly and Don and David. Like those are the only ones that really made sense to yeah, me. Yeah, what about like just that it goes down in history that Tony took Brenda to the prom? I mean, shout out Michael Cudlitz, who went from being a carpenter on the set to like literally major. Yeah. Being taking one of the, group. the star yeah. of the show to mm-hmm. the prom. Yeah. And then he had the so. last laugh because then he went on to The Walking Dead. 
drop the money. <laughs> yeah, he's still working. <laughs> like major. Yeah. But he did it so effortlessly too. Cool. Like he yeah. was like, like it just was like second nature for him to be that and, character. And even when he says, are you going to watch them all night? Because I'm here to like give you a good time, but you got to help me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Show you a good time. He was, <laughs> it was cute. He was cute. I would have gone to prom with him. He, he's adorable, only- but it just, it's just out of nowhere. I mean, I know he's been in it a little bit, but I don't know. My plot hole on Tony. He loves them. He hates them. He's mean to them. He bullies them. He's their bestie. Like, it's like, because there have been episodes where he sort of is a bully to them. Yeah. Yeah. He's so like I'm a like, bully mm. jock guy. Maybe and they like weren't he, sure where that character was going. And then all of a sudden it's like, we need somebody to take Brent out of prom. <laughs> right. This guy's been around. Yep. Where did that come from? Did you, do you feel like Shannon weighed in on that? Was she like, that feels like something she would do. She'd be like, I'll just go with cudlets. And they'd be like, what? That Okay, we'll write that as a major story. I don't know. Right? Like She something- had to go. Obviously, she had to go. And I don't know who else could have asked her. He's the only other dude that's sort of in the mix. And he's been, they've been building up to it because we know he crushes on her. We saw it in a few episodes. Well, perhaps Burt Reynolds could have come back <laughs> and taken her. <laughs> That would have been good. Oh my God, Reek! <laughs> Reek, that, where are you for the? That would have been good. Couple other notes: Mel's camera. Like, does he <laughs> side hustle as a paparazzi? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> what? He has like a professional, ginormous camera. Well, it's Mel Silver. He's up with the technology. I was thinking more porn, but okay, sure. <laughs> Subtle, easy to miss, funny line from Brian Austin Green when they say, "Oh, it's the good stuff." I think it's left over from my bar mitzvah. <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny, funny. Uh, the disposable cameras we talked about because you know those are making a comeback. Yes. Like, wait, where where do you get them. that developed? That is what I asked. Supposedly you, Walgreens. You take it to the drugstore still? Huh. I guess so. And just yeah, this is like. One of the most iconic, best, I could watch it again tonight, love it episodes. Yeah, oh my gosh, she's going to watch it again tonight. Well, I'm getting It just really for- took you back to like your prom, like your that time for you in your life. And that's what's so cool about it. Because I think for our generations, because <laughs> we're, we're all kind of different ages, but um, I feel like it, it's just so significant. And is it like that still? Like, is my kid going to look back on her prom the same way? Yeah, that's our proms, what they used to be. But for me, this was like, took me not back to my prom, but to why just 90210. Mm. Because I was in college when you guys went to the prom. But for me, it was like, this is 90210. This is why people freaked out when you guys showed up at malls. This is why you were on the cover of every magazine. This is why. This is why. Which is why I wanted the prom to look more spectacular. That was, (laughs) for me, was upsetting. That the set design was not like bigger. Because it should have been, you know, like that moment when in Footloose, when they go to the dance, they go to the prom. (laughs) Yes. And it's yes. like, oh my God, the decorations are incredible. That's what yeah. Or Back yeah. to the Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, is a, that is a fair point. Oh, pretty in pink. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Those prompts. Uh, yeah. I don't remember my prom looking like that. You guys, I have to take my bra off because it's just too much. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that, I mean, Tori, how are you feeling about Donna's chances of graduating? You are screwed. Not feeling good about it at this moment. She's come so far. She had a learning disability and she overcame that to like. She's such a good girl. I know. That's what makes me bummed. Isn't that so like a comment on life in general? Like it's always the people that are always constantly do bad stuff and they never get nailed. And it's the good person that does something once and all eyes on them. Ugh. Whatever. I wonder what's yeah. going to happen. Well, we'll have to wait and see because it was a cliffhanger. I can't be, we had a cliffhanger. There it was. Although we had a cliffhanger last week. The show's getting more, have you noticed that it's getting more like that? What's that called? Like serial? Like at one, yeah. one episode. Yeah. It's not, they're not standalone episodes anymore. Now oh. it's like continuous. So everybody's yeah. like sucked in week. I got to watch next week to see what happens. Like that is so smart. Oh my gosh. I was doing a deep dive the other night, just, you know, me on the internet. And I said, um, which seasons are like recognized as the best of 90210? Hmm. And if I remember on this particular one, I think three and four were up towards the top of the best. I think, I think I'm gonna have to read it again, but I definitely know that the fans, critics, fans, whoever these people were, three and four are up there. Well, three's been like really, really good. Really good. I don't know I what's like going to happen. Beach ho- that beach house is coming soon. Because <gasps> they're graduating. When do they move? Do they, do they, what happens when you graduate? Like, stay tuned, Jenny Garth. Stay tuned to this podcast. Wait. Gosh. Okay. So, like, next season, we go to college and then we move in together, or we have our first year at home. Since we're all going to school at the same university. Why don't we just try to let you graduate first, girl? Okay. Yeah. I got to get there. We got to get through that, please. Man. How, how's that going to happen? Who's going to, what's going to happen to me? Is someone going to step in and save me? Brandon Walsh. I'll give this little tease as people uh, stay tuned to the podcast. Did you guys get a delivery from us yet? I did. Yeah. Don't I've heard word me. there's one waiting for me at home. <laughs> yep. I have it right here. Don't show it. Don't yet. show it. Next week. <laughs> Next week for episode 28, something in the air. Wonder what it is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then wait. After that, we just have a two-part finale. Question for you. Really fast, important question that that people need to weigh in on. Okay. Okay. This is important before we go. On Amazon, graduation is shown as one 90-minute episode. So that's probably how, like, it might be on Paramount Plus instead of two. So people need to let us know, do they want us to do it as two or one? But wait. 
let us know. Originally, it aired as two episodes. That's correct. It aired as two, commencement part one and commencement part two. Yes. But on, mm. like, streaming, on some streaming platforms, not DVDs, but some streaming platforms, they air it as one ninety minutes. So maybe we, need we to should figure just, out. I, my vote is for us to do it as one pod, like the whole episode. Totally up to you guys and maybe people listening. Yep, yep, yep. Tell us what you think, people. Yeah. You know, we I got a week. Like we got a week to decide. Okay. That's it for this week, guys. I hope everybody had fun at the prom and we will find out next week what Donna's fate is. <gasps> Who should be prom king and queen? They didn't do that. Kelly and what? Dylan? Kelly and Dylan? Yeah. We did We did spring queen. Wasn't there? Yeah. They just did that, didn't they? Like yeah, the, but they sh- but don't they do that at prom? Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Actually, they didn't even do that when I was in prom. When I was in <gasps> school. What? No. No. Sad. Sad. And yours? You're looking at her. Wait. What? <gasps> You're prom queen? You guys, One of the proms. we have a queen in our midst. And Brian Anthony Goodness. was prom king. And I don't know if people just did it like, oh, let's vote it to be funny. Because I'm not really the prom queen type. But Brian Anthony. What do you mean? Well, I'm not really like the prom queen type, but Brian Anthony was the king. And so we had to have a dance. We weren't each other's dates, but we had to dance. And he was a babe. <laughs> You're like, handsy? yes, I'll dance with you. No, very appropriate. Uh, ever- wait, you didn't tell us about your prom date. <sighs> no one cares. <laughs> uh, if you whisper the story, they will. Who? I don't. I went to a few proms. I, if I was like, <laughs> no, God. who cares? Let's focus on Don Martin graduates. I mean, I did go to a few proms. I went to like a couple senior balls. We call it senior ball. A couple proms. Sadie Hawkins. I went to it all. So I'm popular. I'm into you didn't miss spirit. a beat, Amy. No, I had no. the whole high school experience. Ju- and very, college. Yeah. Yep. And college. Very so average jealous. So jealous, right? It sounds yeah. so fun. Not average, yeah. like amazing. Like, We're jealous of your life. Very, <laughs> you want to be Kelly and Donna. Yeah. I definitely bought my dress at Macy's and not Nolan Miller. Definitely was like Macy's back then. Maybe an iMagnon if I was really, really going for it. Neiman Marcus if I was just rich. <laughs> Needless markup. We Needless did go markup. on a limo. It was like, yeah. And then you went on like a party bus to Santa Cruz and it was like a sleepover. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That is the small town average prom here in California. Yeah. Sounds fun. <laughs> I don't know what even. So, uh, ever- sorority parties are way more fun. When you guys get to college, we'll talk <sighs> about that. Because the real sorority parties, fraternity parties, that is real good. I snuck into a few in high school, UCLA. <laughs> Yeah. Parties. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay. Everyone practice your best Wonder Woman spin to see oh. how you would feel if you were playing drunk, but not drunk. Don't do it drunk. That was a hot tip. Talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Bye. Hello. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.